Welcome to The Next 23. If you are new, this is where I share all of the adventures of navigating a new life as a single 40-something after 23 years of marriage. The good and the scary, the weird and the ridiculous. There is no plan. God knows there is no strategy or roadmap for this podcast or the next half of my life. I'm just diving in, breath held, fingers crossed, and no expectations. As Brene Brown said, courage is to tell the story of who you are with your whole heart. These are my stories. Welcome to the next 23. Today was a big, big, huge day for me. I am so incredibly excited. I cannot even wait to tell you guys what I did. And I will figure out a way to share pictures and show you because you have to see it. It is amazing. I purchased my very first car all on my own, all by myself today. I'm not kidding. It was the most insane, amazing, empowering thing that I have ever done. So a little bit of backstory. Um, a couple years ago, several years ago, we, uh, my ex-husband and I got a red Jeep Wrangler back in 2014 and our son was 14, I think he was 14, 13 or 14 years old at the time. And the, the plan was when he turned 16, he would get that red Jeep Wrangler and drive it. So that happened. He did. When he turned 16 and got that one, I got a silver Jeep Wrangler. And with that plan being when my daughter turned 16, she would get that one. Well, my daughter turned 16 in this past December, and as promised, she got the silver Jeep Wrangler. We actually had it wrapped, a vinyl wrap put on it so that it would be purple because she wanted, that was what she wanted for her 16th birthday is to have it wrapped because she really wanted a purple Jeep. And I'm not going to lie, it's pretty freaking awesome. It's amazing. Um, but when that happened, we knew my son was going off to college. We weren't exactly sure where yet. Um... And so we decided that I would just share the cars with the kids for a few months until we figured out where Alex was going to go. Because if he went to a school where he didn't need a car or couldn't have a car for his freshman year, then I would just share his car until August and then drive the red Jeep again. So that was going to be great. Well, once we figured out last month that he was going down to Florida State University, and we found out that he, freshmen can have cars, so he's taking his car down to college. So that meant that mama needed a car, and that meant that mama was able to choose and decide what car she wanted. So for the past couple months, I had been really truly thinking, okay, I want another Jeep, because I am a Jeep Wrangler girl. I love them so much. I love the Jeep wave. I love the community. I love everything about them. Um, they're just super fun. So that was my plan. However, that plan was sort of specific to, I had a very small list of colors that I wanted for my Jeep. So I wanted either yellow or like a fun blue color or some fun, cool, color for the Jeep. I didn't want just a black or silver or gray. 
So for the past couple months, I've been looking and there just are no Jeeps available here in the Atlanta area. I mean, there are some available, but none in the colors I wanted. So this past week, I started thinking, huh, what if I looked at Mazda Miatas? And the reason I started thinking about that is because 20 years ago, I had a Mazda Miata and that car, when I was 14, that was my dream car. I think, I don't want to date myself, but I think when I was 14-ish, that's when they came out and I just fell in love with the Mazda Miata and I just thought it was the coolest car ever invented and it was just the cutest thing and I'm a convertible type girl. So from 14 to like 24, I just dreamed of having one one day. Well, then that one day came when my ex-husband decided to surprise me and pick me up at work one day in a Mazda Miata. And he'd gone to the dealership earlier that day, gotten it, asked them if he could test, quote unquote, test drive it to pick me up. And that way he didn't actually buy it because he wanted to make sure it was the color and the style that I wanted. But he picked me up from work in it. We went straight to the dealership and we bought it. And this was, we were babies. We had only been married for a year or so. We were not making a lot of money, um, but it was the most amazing gift and the most amazing surprise and just a dream come true. So I loved that car so much. Like I can't even describe the words of how much I loved that car. And I kept that car and I drove it for like the next four and a half years. And the only reason I gave that car up is because I was eight and a half months pregnant, could barely squeeze into it. My belly was so big. Um, but I was eight and a half months pregnant, about to have our first kid. And clearly, a Mazda Miata is not <laughs> a good car if you're a new parent or a parent of littles. So we drove to the dealership. I sobbed. I cried. I bawled my eyes out. And we sold the car and upgraded to a Toyota 4Runner, which is an amazing car and served us well and was so great. And we loved it. So fast forward 19 and a half years and now I'm in a place where I have said first kid is 18 and about to go off to college. I have a 16-year-old that has a Jeep and has a big enough car if, you know, we need a bigger car. And I, this past week I was like, why the hell not? Why wouldn't I get another Mazda Miata? And it hadn't been anything I had thought about because I had been so set on the Jeeps. But when I started looking at it and started thinking about it, I was, I was like, why on earth would I not go for it? Because I, I can make my own choices now. I can absolutely do this. And still, I think I was still on a little bit of a high from Craig the Cockroach of feeling very empowered to do things myself and in the single adulting world. So yesterday, I looked up and applied for an auto loan to get pre-approved through Bank of America, which was such an amazing process and so fantastic. And did that paperwork online, which was really easy, and got pre-approved, got emailed a dealer letter that with very clear, very easy instructions to say, hey, you can take this to the dealer. Here's your rate. Here's how much you're approved for. And 
you can get your car. And so I was like, oh my God, that seemed really easy. So then I also had gone onto the dealer website and found a car that was just amazing and, and awesome. And so today I had a friend drop me off, drove me 40 minutes. Friends are amazing. Seriously, friends are super incredible. One friend, she called her guy at the dealership and connected me with him. Then her partner drove me to the dealership and dropped me off again, 40 minutes away. So I'm walking into the dealership, meeting Cody, who is just a precious, precious car dealer and the sweetest guy and so incredibly helpful, super dapper. He had the most amazing suit on and talking to Cody. And all of a sudden we look over and someone was test driving the car and I almost cried. And I, I was like, oh my gosh, and this isn't happening. Cody looked a little nervous. Um, long story short, that isn't really important. Another guy, Alan, um, took me on the test drive. So the other people came back with the car. Alan and I went on the test drive. I really am, have decided and realized about myself that I do not have a poker face. I don't hold any chips. I don't have any upper hand. I told him in the middle of the test drive that I need this car and I love this car so much. And in my head, I was thinking if we get back to the dealership and someone else has bought this car, because there were no other Masamiatas on the lot. All I could think about was, A, I'm going to have to call an Uber to come pick me up because I my friend had left because um, I was pretty convinced I was buying the car. Um, B, I thought to myself, I'm going to just break down into tears in front of all these men in this dealership. And that's going to be the end of my day three super empowered feeling. And I didn't want to do that. Not that I'm opposed to crying. You guys will learn that I am a big, big crier. I'm a huge fan of emotion and showing and sharing your emotion. I think it's such a good thing. But during this situation, I did not want to break down and cry. And then C, I thought, well, hell, I'm going to be paying for everything and buying all the things because I, you know, I have no idea how to negotiate. So at the end of today, I drove away from the dealership in my brand new 2021 navy blue Mazda Miata with a gray convertible top. And it is beautiful and it is life-giving and it is so fun and it's so badass and it's so empowering and it's so low to the ground. I forgot how tiny these cars are, but it's so comfortable and it is amazing. And I cannot tell you how proud I am of myself for doing this. When I say by myself, I had so much help from my friends and I couldn't have done it without them. But I was by myself at that dealership, talking with Cody, talking with Alan, talking with John, the finance guy, who, again, not by myself. They were all super helpful, and they all were great. But I did it myself. I did it for me, for myself. I crushed single adulting today, and day three was freaking amazing, and I am so excited to be in my new car and drive it all around and I might be buried in it. So it's good that it's about the size of a coffin. Um, 
because I will be buried in this car. I'm keeping it forever. Although maybe I might have to sell it if one day I have grandkids, but maybe at that point I just buy another car for the grandkids. But this one I think I will keep forever and always and not sell it um, because it means as much to me as my very first Miata, not because it's of the make or model of the car, but for what these two cars represent. Oh, and by the way, when I got back from the test drive and I'm sitting in the dealership and at the exact moment that I realized that I was getting that car and those other people were not going to take the car, the song Tainted Love came on and that was the song that played all in my late college days and early married days and it totally took me back 20 years to that feeling I had with my first Miata. So it just was a full circle moment and it was amazing and brilliant and beautiful. And I just needed to share it with you guys. I hope that for any of you who are newly single, who are struggling with the single adulting thing, I hope you have a day like my day three that you do something that you've never done before on your own that feels so good and so right and a little scary, but so incredibly perfect and that you can hang on to that feeling and keep it with you. Because I know that there are going to be days probably soon that are scary and sad and feel overwhelming and I don't know how I'm going to get through that. So I'm really hoping I can hang on to this feeling today to help me get through these other days that might not be so awesome. So anyway, thank you guys for celebrating with me. If you see me on the road, honk and wave because my top will be down and my hair will be in a ponytail and I will be living my very best life in my navy blue Mazda Miata. Thank you for listening to The Next 23 with me, Kelly Taylor. I'll be sharing my stories each week and would love for you to come back if you feel this time makes your day better in some way. If it does, and you do, please like it and let me know. If it doesn't, that's okay too. You don't have to tell me. I won't mind. It's fine.